This video is sponsored by Jerry's Artorama. Jerry's Artorama Online has been serving artists for over 50 years, providing only the best quality art supplies. Jerry's Artorama has premier lines that sell all over the world and are used by millions of artists and professionals worldwide for amazing results. In addition to over 65,000 fine art supplies, choose from over 4,000 free art lessons, oil painting, drawing, acrylics, watercolors, mixed media, and the largest selection of new supplies professionally evaluated and created by artists for artists. Jerry's Artorama has been empowering artists since 1968. We provide reliability, better art supplies, great prices, and exceptional service. The quality of your art matters to us. What's up, people? Welcome to our live stream. Today, we're going to be showing you how to draw a profile portrait. And if you want to learn how to turn your artistic weakness into your strength, check out artprop.org, where we have lots of free resources, tutorials, critiques, art dares, pro development, and all that cool stuff. So let's get to drawing. I was just telling Jordan that I have not been drawing at all. And yes, I feel guilty, but I sort of don't care. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get at you in the comments <laughs> just for saying that. <laughs> well, it, this is going to sound super shallow, but sometimes you just don't feel like it. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I guess if you have the option, you don't want to have to do it all the time. I don't necessarily have that option, but <laughs> yeah, I get it. Well, it's just, I have had those times when I've had to draw and was not into it. It's just really unpleasant. And so if I don't have a deadline, something that I just have to get done, then why, why should I put myself through that misery? Is it more like just sketching or just like a big project that you don't want to do? It's not that. It's just I have all of these half-finished drawings, and they've just been sitting around for weeks. And I know I should go back and finish them, and I, I just can't do it for some reason. I don't know. Like a dry spell or something. Gotcha. Yeah, dry spells, yeah, they happen. <laughs> the art, dry spells are real, y'all, for those of you who never experienced one. I hope you don't, but most likely it's coming. Just saying. Well, and a dry spell is not the same thing as artist block. Artist block is like you, you know you want to do something, but you can't get yourself to figure it out. This is more like I just don't feel like it. <laughs> I'd rather oh, watch okay. this movie with Matthew Good and Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe we are talking about different things then. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, everybody, we would love it for all of you to draw along with Jordan and I because we have a folder of profile images that you can access. So if you just go down to the YouTube video description below, there is a link to those reference photos. And I think it'd be super fun to see how differently everybody approaches these profiles because Jordan and I are doing the same image right now. And boy, our portraits could not be more different, don't you think? <laughs> not at all. It's actually a very tough angle. Uh, it's like oh, slightly it's so hard. tilted and you're looking up. Like that's a challenge right there. 
You know what I think is really hard, Jordan, is when you see a little bit of the other eye behind the nose. Oh, yep. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's actually present in a lot of the references that you gave. Well, it's profiles. <laughs> you're going to get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, not every single one, but I think there's a very, there is a very specific angle that uh, that's present in a lot of them for tonight, so challenge awaits both of us well you know what i think is hard about profiles it just isn't that much to draw because if you have a three quarters view or if you have a front view you have two eyes you have two ears and stuff and it's just easier to make comparisons but with profiles you just don't have a lot to work with so i feel like things carry more weight in a profile what, what's your take on that um I don't know. I've always thought profile views were actually the easiest because because the exact that exact reason because there's less to do, um, mm -hmm. like, with the exception of maybe an angle like this, which is you know looking up and it's a little bit more extreme. Um, I've always kind of I always think that three quarter views are the most difficult, um, where which is basically the angle you're looking at my face right now. For those who don't know what that is, really, I feel like three quarters is easier because it's like. Not quite symmetrical, so you don't have to have things line up, but it also looks inherently very 3D. Like a profile to me is very flat. And so three quarters view to me is sort of like a nice halfway point. Don't get me wrong, I like doing three quarters, but it's, I think of the options, I think that's the most difficult because the lack of symmetry, you have to like really make sure you plan things well um here it's just like oh ear bam you know nose bam you know and like have you seen the have you seen the 10 second artist challenge on tiktok no what the heck is that it's literally exactly what it sounds like where the, there's a, a voiceover of like someone counting down for 10 seconds and you just draw whatever you can most people will draw a portrait and they'll do it in 10 seconds <laughs> but it's a side profile view because that's all they can get because it's just like oh, oh silhouette and we're done i think i need to do that challenge we both do <laughs> we, I'm, I'm do. i didn't even hear about it probably very new i don't know i don't know how new but it's not you, you didn't miss the boat <laughs> anna thank you so much for the super chat we greatly appreciate your support No, whenever you post those, I never know which one's going to come up. So it's always fun to see the surprise <laughs> sound effects. Anna says, Art Prof has been a lifeline for me as I'm stuck at home recovering from COVID. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Anna. We'll get a lot of rest and chill out, watch some Netflix, <laughs> whatever you need to do. Take it easy. And we have a super sticker from RB Dick. Thank you so much for the super chat. Keep them coming, everybody, because you know what? It might seem like a dollar here or a dollar there, but they add up over the month. These super chats are so helpful. 
Kiki says, how about having multiple projects and still not feel it to go back to them? It's hard because part of me likes seeing really loose about it, eh, whatever. But at a certain point, you got to start getting stuff done. <laughs> What's your take, Jordan? Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, we always need a break with stuff, but... I feel like whenever I need the moment, I try and go to the source of the issue. Like, why do I not feel like moving forward with something? And some, and every once in a while, it's, it, it could be like an imposter syndrome thing, or it could be just lack of time, or whatever the situation is. So maybe this pro, maybe the issue isn't necessarily the the art itself, the art practice, but just the way your life is set up at the moment. It just doesn't allow for that the same way. And there's an ebb and flow because I was thinking to myself, Jordan, this last week, oh man, I've been neglecting our TikTok and I, I need to get more on top of that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to record footage every morning because I never think to do it and then the day is over. It, it lasted two days. <laughs> I could not keep it up. It's oh, just, wow. It was not successful <laughs> only two days what happened i don't know i just like couldn't do it <laughs> are you burnt out no i just think this idea of i'm gonna do that every day at nine o'clock it, it just doesn't work because just stuff keeps happening with my kids it's like oh so-and-so has this extra thing and they have to be picked up on Thursday even though you don't normally do that type of thing you know it just stuff keeps happening uh, I see that's fair yeah although I, I don't have kids but I can imagine that that would definitely change up the schedule a bit and often randomly parents tell Jordan what I live with <laughs> 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 some fun reference images you got here where do you get them from well what i usually do is i start with some fine art photographer that i like so for example one photographer i really like is robert maplethorpe and he's got beautiful portraits but you know how google says people also searched for. And so I just look at that and then I Google all the photographers related to Robert Maplethorpe. And it's just this rabbit hole of portrait photos. So yeah, that's how I do it. Awesome. This is a tricky photo though, because the lighting is really weird. This is an Herb Ritz photo. And I think what's hard is that in a lot of these photos, they like oil up their skin to make the lighting more dramatic, but it's really shiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I skipped all that. <laughs> I'm just doing one. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed. Yeah, sorry. You knew it was coming. You knew before we even set up the live stream, Jordan's just gonna do lines. Yep. That's the good contrast. Line is important. Yeah. 
Did you ever end up seeing Spider-Man, by the way? I didn't. And would you please stop reminding me that there's Doctor Strange footage out there that I have not seen yet. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sort of. Tom Cuke says, I teach elementary art and drawing and making art every day is basically impossible, but I feel guilty for not at least drawing, but the job is exhausting. Oh, Tom Cuke, I taught elementary art, I think for four years. It was, I was really young. I was like 20 something. I just gotten out of art school. I don't know how people are career elementary school art teachers. It is so much work. And a lot of it's physical work. Like you're like on your hands and knees, like scrubbing stuff. Like that is really exhausting. That's actually always been one thing I was always afraid of was like teaching an art class with kids that are that young. I, I like I like I, I, I like kids, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the, my patience level will be tested on a certain level, on a certain point. Oh, they will test you. It, it's impressive what they will do. Like whatever amount you think they will go, they will go 10 times further than that. It's, it's really impressive. <laughs> Good to know. But oh man, they are so funny and so cute. So that kind of makes up for it. <laughs> yeah, there's not too long ago, um, I was on my iPad and uh some three-year-old one to draw on it and they were so cute they're just like is that a bunny is that a this is that a... they're just asking each other stuff i was like this is the most precious thing i could ever imagine <laughs> we have a comment here from casey who says it's so interesting to see people's processes some people in my art classes fully detail individual sections so there's some parts that are done and others that are blank it blows my mind well, that's one of the reasons I really like doing these streams with two of us here on staff, because you do get to see there's just such a range. And, and none of these ways of working are correct. It's just different options. And I, I'm glad that we can show that off. Yeah, I think it's really cool because especially at the end of the stream, because typically I don't think we ever like look at each other's artwork until after we're done and then nope we and, and we're just like whoa that's so crazy how did you do that in this short amount of time it's always a lot of fun oh it's super fun i love it i don't know and i feel like especially you and i are like super different stylistically it's like it, it doesn't really get that much <laughs> more pronounced as far as different styles and ways of thinking it's great i love it yeah, probably. Probably. I would agree with that. <laughs> I think I'm going to start another one because even though this is not remotely done yet, we are teaching this portrait premium track right now. And I have given the students this assignment to create portraits and start them only with tone, no line. And it's really freaking hard. That would be hard, <laughs> especially for me. I'd be like, I would rebel. I would honestly rebel. <laughs> oh, God. Trouble. <laughs> I didn't give you trouble in class, though. So, But see, that's what I was going to say. I think you're kind of sneaky. I feel like if you did rebel, 
you would do it in this like really nice way. So I wouldn't think you were rebelling, but you actually were. That sounds about right. I'm pretty sure I did rebel in like, I don't think I've rebelled in your class, but I'm pretty sure there was a time where I did that. I'm trying to think though. <laughs> if I think about- What, in art like, school? Yeah, definitely in art school. But I, I don't remember when I did it. If, if that was the case, I have to, let me, let me mull on it for a little bit and I'll bring it up later in the stream if it comes to my mind. <laughs> Truth comes out. <laughs> Subnangelic says a rebel with a stylus. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. That could be a cool t shirt, actually. So contemporary Sumera says, I actually challenged myself to do a hundred heads, pencil sketches, nothing fancy. I'm down 40 and man, it's helping so much. I'm learning tons and getting that muscle memory developed. Well, I think you know something about drawing many heads, Jordan. Yeah, actually, you know, right before the stream, I had a feeling I would need to do this. Uh, I talk about the 2,500 challenge a lot. Part of the challenge is to do a thousand heads. So I pulled out, I don't know if you guys can see this, but I pulled out mine from four years ago. And it's this giant stack right here. Let me see. And you can see just how long it took me. This, this is about six months worth of work, including arms and legs and hands and stuff. But um, super important to get that muscle memory in. That's how you, that's how you get better. I like what, I like the way you're thinking. But Jordan, don't you think for a lot of people, it's hard sometimes to keep going because it's like, you want that validation that yes, I am getting better. And so when you feel like you're not getting better, it's really discouraging. Do you have any tips? Um, I think, I think this is something that a lot of people tend to focus on is the destination rather than the journey itself. And you can say that about life, you know, like. So many people right. are like, when I get to this milestone, when I get to this, then I'll be happy. Then when I get here, then I'll be happy. And if you don't, if you keep thinking like that, then you're never going to enjoy that process. You're never going to enjoy learning. And so I would try to just be in the present, enjoy the drawing you're doing at that moment. And then when that drawing is over and done with, you can move on, you know, um, like in the session, I've done three heads so far and I'm just... Now I'm moving on, going to the next one. And the next one hopefully will be better, you know? You know what? I have this orchestra conductor. He was so smart. He said that people used to ask him all the time, what's your favorite piece of music? And his answer was always, whatever it is that I'm playing right now. And it used to confuse me because I was like, what, what if you're playing Jingle Bells? <laughs> and it's really dumb and hokey or whatever but don't it occurred to me it's, well, i don't know it's not my favorite music i'd rather listen to something else like stevie wonder or whatever but anyway it occurred to me later oh i get it what he's trying to say is whatever you're doing 
you're sketching, you're doing a portrait, you have to learn to be in that moment and to appreciate and love that process. Because you're right, if you get really focused on the destination, what's going to happen if you never get there, right? Which mm -hmm. is an option. Right. Yeah, I think it's just, you're putting too much pressure on yourself when you think like that. Or you assume, oh, I'm not going to grow if I do it this way. It's just, no, just take it one day at a time, one drawing at a time. And in, if you do a bad drawing, we say it all the time here in our prof, so what? It's a bad drawing. Yep. It took you, it took you 10, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> it is what it is. Move forward. Like, there's a lot of mistakes in this head I'm looking at right now. So I'm just like, I'm not stressing over. I'm just like, no, let's make the changes and then move forward. I mean, my answer is just do another one. <laughs> it's fine. It's just do another one. <laughs> yeah. That's what's so great about the thousand heads. If you mess one up, you literally got 999 others to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ginger Cell says, the face I drew actually isn't a disaster. It's a miracle. Well, Jordan, I think the thing about portraits is just a lot of baggage. People are like super judgmental about a portrait. And I feel like if you do a portrait drawing that's not very good, it's like more upsetting than a drawing of a pear that is not very good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I think the pressure comes from the fact that we look at faces all day long. Like... Yeah. There's this um, there's this there's this thing I learned from Andrew Loomis where he talks about intelligent perception, and basically it's the idea that you can see um, different things in other objects like faces, like wall outlets or something like that, or sinks, and you know we're so used to seeing the face. If you mess it up, then everyone's gonna know. Everyone's gonna see it. Um, but you gotta start somewhere. Every every master was first an amateur, you know. Well, and also, I think you have to learn how to make bad work. Like, you have to learn to live with that because that never ends. And so somehow you have to figure out some system to be able to deal with making bad work because it can't be the apocalypse <laughs> every time you make a bad <laughs> artwork. You, you have to learn how to live with those bad drawings. They're going to exist. I hope no one thinks the world's like the apocalypse when a bad drawing is done. That would be really stressful. <laughs> well, but sometimes I, I mean, I get it. I, I can see why it might feel that way, but it's like, it doesn't, it's not sustainable long-term. I mean, if mm -hmm. you don't draw very often, okay, fine. But if you really are dedicated to improving, it's like, you can't live that way. It's too stressful. Yeah. Actually, one, um, a lot of music artists, for example, they if they have a super successful album and then the next one like falls off they're always trying to find their way to get back to that the most successful one like um or the, and people who you would never think would struggle with this stuff you know like michael jackson's or i don't know eminem or jay-z or whatever they all struggle with those types of self-defeating thoughts and uh same thing goes for artists you know you just got to move forward and enjoy 
Well, the thing is, none of those issues ever go away. It's not like, oh, you get enough experience and voila, you never make bad work again. So it's like you have to figure out a long-term solution. How am I going to learn to live with making bad work and being frustrated because it's going to happen? Yeah, I think some of that also goes back to like discovering your why. Like, why did you do this in the first place? You know, like for me... Whenever I feel down, I just start thinking about how I was when I was a kid and how much I love drawing. And I did it not for a career, not for even clout or anything. It's just because I like to do it. Yeah. So we have a comment here from Karen who says, to capture a likeness can be so elusive. Well, here's the thing, Jordan. People worry a lot about likeness because that does, for a lot of people, matter a lot with portraits, but I actually think the way to get better at likeness is to not think about it, which is really weird, but it's true. Like the second I think, does my portrait look like this person? I can't do it. It's like totally paralyzing. And so what I try to do instead is I say, okay, let's just break this figure down into a series of abstract shapes and let's just not even think about, does it look like this guy? How do you mm -hmm. deal with likeness? Actually, very similarly to the way you put it um, with, with dealing with shapes. Um, like if you think about it, we all have the same features, right? Um, you know, we have two eyes, one nose, one mouth, two ears, cheeks, forehead, you know, some of us have facial hair, whatever. Um, but it's the size, proportion, and shape of those things that make us all look different. And so when you start thinking of it that way, like, oh, this nose is shaped this way, or this eye is shaped like this. Um, then those differences will start to come out. And then if you want to add something like a, a beauty mark or a scar or something, then it really starts to feel different. So, yeah, start looking at things as shapes and not just like in it for batch or something. <laughs> well, because if you just think to yourself, i got to make it look like him, how, how does that help? <laughs> like that does not make me draw better to think about that. But if mm -hmm. I think to myself, okay, I see a patch of shade, shadow here, or I see a passage of highlight here, that helps me because now I'm breaking down the form and I'm trying to organize it better. But the like, it's going to look like him. That is not helpful. Right. It always is exciting though when, um, someone goes like hey did you draw so and so and it is that person that's always really nice i'm not gonna lie but i don't even go into yeah but like i don't go into it thinking it's gonna look like zendaya or something or whoever i'm just it's just a face and if it doesn't look like them then you made a brand new person which is even cooler on some level that's that's the power of the artist you can create things i love that So we have a comment from Mukandagri. I feel like the tighter you hold on to something, the more it slips away from you, just like in a relationship, hold on loosely. It's sort of like that saying, a watch pot never boils. Never heard that saying, but I understand it. <laughs> oh, you haven't? Not, nope. Um, no. But I know it now. <laughs> I can add it to my repertoire of, of idioms. 
So Charismatic says, does anyone else just see somebody and immediately wonder, huh, what shape would I use to draw your head? Because that's something I do sometimes. Oh, dude, I walk around and I'm like, there's your trapezius. I see your stomach on my stoid. <laughs> if, if people I mean, not to be like a creep. I just... <laughs> Should I start another one, everybody? Let me know in the chat. Do you want to see me finish this? I mean, not finish, but work on it longer. Or should I just start another one? Because I'm really trying to keep the drawing simple. I think, Jordan, what I have been seeing, for example, in the portrait track right now, we're doing these tonal drawings. And I said to everybody, okay, just spend five to 10 minutes. And people are still putting in like pupils. And I'm like, dude, in five minutes, you have time for pupils. <laughs> like you just have time for like a blob that is basically an eye socket. And so sometimes it's like, you just jump the gun on all those details. And so sometimes I feel like what's more valuable to demo is the early stage, that like super simple beginning stage. Yeah. I agree with that. Even when I um, am on YouTube and I'm watching like time lapses, I tend to skip the end stages because <laughs> it's less interesting. You know, I always go like, how do you set this up? Yeah. And then everything else is just noodling for the most part. I agree. That's the part I'm interested in because the rest of it is fairly straightforward. Yeah. Once you get to a certain stage. All right, people want another one. Cool. I can do that. Let's see. All right, cool. Oh, I really like this portrait of this female. She's like very, very elegant. That's what I think about profiles, Jordan. They're very elegant. Thinking of like coins. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, because you know, like Lincoln, Washington, everyone else, they're just side views, you know? And I don't know, it just, it just makes me think of that. <laughs> That's true. I guess you're right. And you know something, Jordan, I'll be honest, I like the beginning more. You, you know why? Because number one, it's really obvious what needs to get done. And you always use the excuse, well, it's not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Unless you Unless you get scared of the white page that whole that whole thing then that becomes i guess that's the only caveat i know but i'm over that white page thing <laughs> like yeah. once you've had to draw live on a stream you, you just i don't know maybe that's what people need to do they need to draw live because it's sort of terrifying and once you've done that like 18 times you just don't care that much anymore yeah that's so true I can I can't even think of how many streams that we've done where we're both like, well, this drawing didn't go as well as planned. Oh well. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Do you think drawing live has made you not stress as much about your drawings? Uh, sometimes. Um, I actually discovered like it's. I need to just loosen up in general. Like I did a drawing and um, today. Uh, Black Panther uh, I post on my TikTok and I purposely try to go just be loose with that like don't don't you know fuss over these lines just do just do this really quick and just have fun with it and 
yeah, I think it I think it came out pretty good considering like I just enjoyed that process. Was that sort of like what you're doing now, like a line drawing in digital? Yeah, it was a, I did it on my iPad. Uh, this right now I'm using my Cintiq and Photoshop, but um, I saw someone ask that earlier. So there you go. But um, yeah, I just did it on my iPad and just for fun and just, you know, trying to enjoy what I do. I feel like because it's a career choice for me, um, yeah. oftentimes I forget to enjoy and do stuff for myself that I don't really have to, you know, worry about some sort of grade or showing a, a boss or client or whatever and just get to see what that's like. I mean, I call that the sandbox. You have to have a sandbox to play in. Hmm. Yeah, it's, that's a good way of thinking about that sandbox. I'll have to try and remember that term. <laughs> Kat actually made a comic about me yelling at her to draw more for fun. Oh, really? What did she say? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I was talking to her about how, listen, you need to have a place where you can just mess up and not worry because Kat's working on this graphic novel now, which is very exciting. We posted the news on Instagram the other day. But, okay. you know, because it's going to be a published book, it, that that's a lot of pressure. You know it's going to go out there. And I said, listen, okay. with a project like that, that you're going to be working on long term, you need to have a sandbox to hang out with every now and then. Yeah. By the way, congratulations, Kat, if you're watching this. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> Very proud. If you don't know what we're talking about, just go to Kat's Instagram, Kat Huang Art, and you will get to see the announcement. Yeah. So dope. Doing big things. Anna says, wondering if you could give advice on talking and drawing or painting, because I always stop talking when I'm teaching and just paint or draw. My students say I need to work on this. I mean, everybody has their own way of doing that. When I taught in person in the classroom, I, I almost never drew. I, I would do like a quick demo for a few minutes, but most of the time I, I couldn't. It's very hard to teach and be like actively drawing at the same time. Yeah, that's, I don't even know if I have tips for that. It's just something you kind of have to figure out like i guess you just have to com compartmentalize the stuff that you're saying and doing but i don't really have a method um for this because i notice even when i talk i pause too so or pause my drawing actually you know what does help me anna is this is actually a public speaking tip but it's very related to teaching which is I think a lot of people don't realize that you don't really have to talk that fast when you're teaching. And actually my husband has said to me, he's like, yeah, you have this like teacher pace that you talk. Whereas if I'm just hanging out with somebody, I'll just talk like this really fast and it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> but yeah. I can't teach like that. That's insane. Nobody would ever catch anything that I said. So Anna, maybe you could try just speaking slower 
speak slower so that you feel like it's too slow, but I bet you anything, it will not be too slow for your students. Sounds like the stuff you said to us before live streams. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's... most of the time on a stream, people talk way too fast. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. And now, now that you say that, actually, I agree with you. I think this, the speaking slower is what helps me because I get yeah. to, it's easier to, for me to form, form what I'm drawing and also figure out what I'm going to say and present it in a coherent way. Um, yeah. Well, because really, it's almost like you're buying yourself time when you speak more slowly, if that makes any sense. Yeah. We have a question here from Comcuke. Can you explain what you're doing with the very first marks? I'm just trying to approximate. That's all it is. I'm saying it's about here, maybe. And I'm thinking, what's the biggest area of shape? I mean, in this case, it's the hair. The hair is very dark and very substantial. And I'm trying to do the big stuff which is hard in a portrait. Like Jordan, everybody wants to draw the pupil. <laughs> That's like the last thing I draw. <laughs> it is like literally sometimes it really is not high in my priority list. Yeah, I, it's sort of, everyone uses the phrase icing on the cake, you know, for everything, but that's literally all that it is. And it goes for painting, drawing, recipes. Like the most important stuff is the stuff that tends to be the most boring. You know, like if you're baking cake, you, you know, you have the flour and the milk and the eggs and all that stuff. That's kind of boring. You want to do the nice, cool icing and make it all decorative yeah. and sprinkled and stuff. But that's not really what most of drawing is or painting or anything. Well, I don't know if people saw this short. It's on my TikTok, but my mother-in-law made a Totoro cat bus cake for one of my kids for her birthday. And so we had to like assemble this whole mass in order to just make the cake to begin with. And that part took so long because she had to like cut everything and assemble the cake and make it stick together. And it was like, that part didn't really look that good, you know? But then once we started adding all the pretty features, it like was so fun, but it's like that beginning stage of like building up the shape of the cake that was hard and it was not pretty at the same time. That sounds so awesome. I would love to see that cake. You can, it's on my TikTok. But now I'm like anxious and I need to, I, I can't just stop drawing. I want to see it like right this second. Oh, I have to wait, okay. I have to wait now. Oh, poor thing. Millennial, we don't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, thank you so much for the super sticker. You know, I gotta say, I'm drawing, I'm working on this portrait of um, the older man in here. I gotta say, drawing older people is so much fun. <laughs> oh, I would so much rather 
draw somebody with tons of wrinkles than somebody who's super smooth. I think the wrinkles are so much easier for navigating the form. Yeah. And even just the bone structure, like it's so much more prominent. Like the, the um, like this particular guy, his nose is really prominent. All the wrinkles, the brow ridge is really strong. You know, his, his jawline's kind of doing that little jiggle, you know, it's awesome. Right. Oh my gosh, it makes your life so much easier. I mean, maybe that's why kids are hard. They're like so weirdly proportioned and <laughs> they're all smooth and squishy. It's just not easy. Actually, for me, the most difficult thing to draw is a really attractive like 20-something-year-old woman because there's so much pressure <laughs> to like get them to look perfect, you know, Cause, like, especially if you're drawing like a model or something that could be a really big challenge. Right. But with some, with some drawings that like this or some people like this, it's like, no, let's exaggerate the form. Like it's almost more acceptable in a sense, you know, and I don't know if it's psychological or a social thing, but <laughs> it's just, it comes across as much easier. I think it's just expectations you're drawing somebody who's very classically beautiful or whatever you just I don't know I I happen to like drawing people that are considered to be quote-unquote flawed but to me that's what makes them fun mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely Isabella says, changing media also helped me. It's even what got me going to different materials first. Oh yeah, it's such a nice way to keep making art but have a change of pace. Sometimes you just get tired of doing certain things. Not me. I, I... <laughs> no, you're not like me at all. You, you are no. like Cintiq iPad. And pencil and pencil. I like pencils. Pencil. Um, okay. I don't know. I feel, I think the difference with the digital is like, I can get it to look however I want. Like, I don't have to do the line drawing if I didn't want to. I just prefer to. That's <laughs> like, true. Could, yeah. I could easily make a painting. So it's almost like, it's like a buffet. Almost you get a bunch of stuff with a little equipment. But I do think it will That's inspire true. a lot of inspiration, but for like different looks. I just don't know if I'm wired like that. <laughs> I think I'm selfish in that sense. Or stubborn, maybe stubborn is a better word. You're you're officially an independent adult, Jordan. You're not a college student anymore. So it's okay for you to eat cookies for breakfast. You you've earned the right to do all those things. Thank you. You know, one time I did eat like a whole cheesecake <laughs> for lunch. <What? laughs> It's actually like that. That's night. bad. I that's well, the uh, it was it was great. It was I think it was um, okay. So for those who don't know, I, I'm vegan, and cheesecake is always one of my favorite desserts. And I went to the grocery store and I found one. Like I found a vegan cheesecake, and I was like, I have to have this. And <laughs> I just kind of got carried away because I never get to eat cheesecake anymore. And before I knew it, it was gone. <laughs> 
I always eat pie for breakfast. Like if I make a peach pie, which is one of my favorite desserts to make, I have to have it for breakfast the next morning. That sounds good. That sounds awesome. <laughs> you can't judge me though for my cheesecake if you're eating a whole pie. Well, it makes me sad that you have to have a vegan cheesecake because I have a really good cheesecake recipe, but it's not vegan. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's what most of my family says. They don't know what to make for me. They don't know what I eat. And I'm like, you know, there's 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 no such thing as rice and beans and <laughs> broccoli and stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> they're like, how do you survive? I'm like, I, I survive on air. I don't know, I just... And eat that very healthy, nutritious meal. I mean, I live with a vegetarian, and being vegan isn't that. I mean, it is different. I'm saying it's not, but once you take away the meat, it's like it's not that much more of a step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just people don't know what steps to take when they're not prepared for it. Um, I think it just. I think it ends up stressing stressing people out <laughs> most of the time when they find out. I try to be as agreeable as possible, though. I mean, I think the only time it really is hard to be vegan is if you travel to Spain. Because I went with my vegetarian friend to Spain, and they did not have vegetarian food. <laughs> like, it was really hard for my friend to uh, find anything vegetarian, much less vegan. So, yeah, that was really hard. Just have to have a portable garden or something. I don't know. Exactly. Just, just get <laughs> one of those. Piece. You'll be fine. Yeah, easy piece. <laughs> Everybody, we would love for you to join Jordan and I in the Discord. We are doing a stage session. That is your opportunity to talk to Jordan and I on voice. And we love chatting with all of you. So please meet us in the post live streams stage channel right after the stream. And we want to give a big thank you to our top Patreon supporters. We are very happy to welcome Sarah Castle to our top Patreon supporters. And we are moving bit by bit towards our $6,000 Patreon goal. Every little bit counts. So everybody, thank you so much for your continued support. It's exactly what makes it possible for us to keep our content 100% free and accessible. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye.